everybody and welcome to the true crime squad this is katie weaver i'm here with my sister co-host and partner in crime christy brower hello hello hey everybody how's it going it's good i'm trying to straighten my shirt so you can yeah get the full effect of my rest and toad face shirt because it's it's one of our best i think she's repping, <laughs> yeah. I'm repping, repping. For sure. yeah <laughs> well it's wednesday night case updates Yes, it is. Really, one of our favorite broadcasts of the week. Probably our favorite broadcast of the week, actually. It is. Yeah, I love case updates. It's a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, I like being in the chat with everybody. I know mm -hmm. that you guys like that, too. We were talking on our show earlier today that uh, this year, well, not on our show, but amongst ourselves, that this year, uh, mm -hmm. this coming year, 2024, uh, we could actually have two De Belvalo trials. And oh, how wild that's Lord. going to be. That'll be a lot of live streams. Crazy. Right? <laughs> it's going to be that, something. Yeah, it's going to be wild. I, I would be surprised if we don't have two, you know? Yeah. Unless so. Lori does something very unlike herself and waves her right to speedy trial or something. I think we will see Chad be tried and Lori tried at least for one of her cases, if not both of them. I don't know. Arizona seems to be uh, pretty quick. Mm -hmm. They're clipping along, and she has not mm -hmm. waived her right to a speedy trial, so yeah. it could happen quickly. Yeah. Yes, it could. want to say hi to everybody in the chat. Deb said she got bottle number two of chai honey yesterday. Yay. Ooh, yay. I know. I, I just told Katie, uh, I need a second bottle of the chai honey because mine's gone. So, so did we. There's uh, we're, We've got a whole new... A whole batch of everything ready to bottle that's uh gonna be tomorrow's project i've been trying to get the labels all done today but we have a new honey too that is uh phantom flame honey it's oh. ghost, ghost pepper oh good lord and it's done and it is dear god It'll be for some people, not for me. But uh, I can think of who we should have test this out right away. Mm-hmm. Our beloved cousin Amy needs to mm -hmm. try it immediately. She and her husband John, because they are big fans of the peppers. Mm -hmm. But somehow, something that the ghost peppers—I did nothing with them. But Scott processed them. He used gloves. I don't know what he touched, but I touched it, and then I touched my eye. So the whole side <sighs> of my face is just on uh, ghost pepper fire, and you can't tell because it's a ghost pepper. But. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, true. Yes, yes. <laughs> but yeah, so that that's that's coming right up. Uh-huh. Yes, Jessica yes, said her is. husband would love that, honey. Yeah, I know. Some people really love the hot. I don't. In fact, we uh <laughs> we hired uh, a local family to do tamales for our Christmas Eve celebration. We usually do a, a Mexican feast and we always order tamales from somebody and we had to meet the son today to uh give them some money to for the tamales and I said, "Now, we don't want them to be hot. And he said, yeah, yeah, not so hot. I said, no, not, not hot. <laughs> We're such women. Like gringo level. I like spicy that's food. exactly what Scott said to him. He said, we're gringos. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Amy <laughs> wants to be our cousin Amy. I Yeah. Well. You 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 are definitely one of our cousin Amy's. You're Absolutely. all kind of you're all part of the family. Oh, and I wanted to say to Teresa, I we really don't think those trials will happen at the same time. We just think they're both going to happen in 2024. Yeah, yeah. And there's no yeah, way I they can have them at the can. same time. Yeah, agreed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, Deanna is making tamales for Christmas. I have well, made tamales. You are so industrious. Mm -hmm. I have made them. I I can make them. I don't want to and I think that other people's are a lot better than mine but uh but I hear you and you are industrious because my god that's a lot of work yeah yeah it is <laughs> <laughs> Christine said my granddaughter asked what I wanted for Christmas 
I sent her the link to the toad face shirt. And she said, like, for real? Why? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that is funny. Like, I love it. This is weird. But what does that even mean? You, You just, you had to be there. You had to be there. It's one of those things. Speaking of, we do have something to share, too, that is new that we are doing. If I can locate it, where did that that link go? Well, there it is. We have joined Cameo. If you know what Cameo is, Cameo is a website where um, you can, like, order a video for someone for a birthday, a holiday, a pick-me-up, something funny. You can order it for yourself. Celebrities do it. We're not really celebrities, but we are podcasters. And George Santos is doing it. (laughs) (laughs) We're on on Cameo now. Um, But if you would like us to send someone a birthday shout-out, you know, like with a famous crime that happened on their birthday or someone needs a pick-me-up, so we could send you, we could send them a, a a funny crime. We could tell them a funny story about a funny crime. Just a little video like that. We are on Cameo. We're True Crime Squad on Cameo. I'm posting a link to it right now. But that is something that we um, are now available to do. And we're pretty excited about it. I think it'll be fun. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you think we're funny, if you think somebody might like a message from us, your favorite true crimer, hey, send a, send it on over. Go to Cameo. Uh, we're cheap because, you know, we're cheap. <laughs> <laughs> we're cheap. That's why. <laughs> guys, so check it out. I love it. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Christy wants to see the golden vagina. Where we have a, do you know where that image is? Uh, well, we have it. It's in a message. We'll have to but find we it. Haven't, we haven't actually like created anything with it. We haven't. As of yet, but yeah. I have been trying, I had a big order for uh personalized christmas tree ornaments that oh uh-huh. my gosh i have they are so beautiful they're done and ready to mail now now i'm just waiting to have honey to add to their order but holy oh, oh. i'll tell you what my poor little design brain is shot <laughs> yeah that's cool i send them a florida man funny story right right exactly we would they tell them our funny stories Mm-hmm. You know how we get to laughing and, you know, anyway, y'all love that. And well, so do we. So we thought it might be really fun to join Cameo. And then, you know, if you wanted a video like that for yourself or someone else, we'd happily make it for you. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. Love it. Cool. Well, there is all kinds of stuff popping in the true crime world. But there I thought is. we would start. There's been so much court this week. Hey, Missy. Mm. Uh, I thought we'd start with Ethan Crumbly. Oh, boy. Yeah. Ethan was sentenced this week. So, Christy, you're going to take that one. Yeah. So, Ethan was sentenced this week. You know, there was the that huge hearing that went on forever to decide, could Michigan sentence a boy who commit these murders, a school shooting at age 15, to life in prison? Because that would be the maximum that they could give him in Michigan for what he has done and it was determined after a huge amount of assessment of him and the case that the answer to that is yes. So his sentencing hearings were, well, at the end of last week and it was brutal, really wow. brutal. A lot of lot of um, family members spoke. He, you know, he killed four children and injured two, two um, school employees. That was a, a rough one. But, you know, Ethan pled guilty. He didn't even go to trial. This was no. his sentencing hearing. He didn't have a trial. Mm-hmm. So he pled guilty. And, you know, I think the saddest part, well, for me with him, uh, just as being a 16-year-old kid who has committed these crimes and has been through so much shit, it's what he said. And I know we're going we're gonna to see him say it, but I want to tell you beforehand, mostly because it just tells you what crap his parents are. He said, my actions were what I chose to do. I could not stop myself. I am a really bad person. I've done terrible things. Yeah. 
And he also says that he did this himself and that no one else was to blame. And we know that that's in speaking, you know, to in some way defend his crap parents who are also in jail and awaiting trial. And we'll update that here in a few minutes um, for their participation by providing him with the gun and not providing him with any mental health care when he was literally begging for it. Um, It's just the the whole thing is so incredibly sad. It's such a waste all of the loss of life, including his, at 16 years old, he is now sentenced to prison for life. For life. It's just, it just breaks my heart mm-hmm. for the families that lost their kids and for him. It does. But yeah, he, I'm a bad person. I deserve this. I did it. Yep. He uh, has, frankly, a hell of a lot more maturity in this moment than his own parents do. Definitely. You know, he's still parenting them from his sentencing for life in prison. It's just, Mm -hmm. it's real, real messed up. Yes, it is. Yeah. Well, we've got a clip of him, his statement, as well as his sentencing. Should we play that? Mm, Let's do it. Thank you. May proceed. Um, I'd like to thank you for letting me speak, Your Honor. Um, You're all here because of me today what I did. My actions were because of what I chose to do. I could not stop myself, but I am the one who led to why we are here today. I do not diminish any ability to anyone who could have stopped me, of anyone of a school or parents. They did not know, and I did not tell them what I planned to do, so they are not at fault of what I've done. I am a really bad person. I have done terrible things that no one should ever do. I have lied and not trustworthy. I've hurt many people, and that's what I've done, and I'm not denying it, but that's not who I plan on to be. Whatever sentence it is, I do plan to be better than I am. I don't know if you'll believe that, but records of 15, 20, 25 years can show that it will change because it may not show it now with only two years of records, but I am trying. And all I want is for the people I hurt to just have a final sense of culpability that justice has somewhat been served in any capacity that they can recognize it with. any sentence that they ask for, I ask that you do impose it on me because I want them to be happy and I want them to feel secure and safe. And I do not want them to worry another day. So I really am sorry what I've done, what I've taken to them. I cannot give it back, but I can try my best in the future to help other people. And that is what I will do. So thank you. Thank you. With that, the court having read the PSI and being fully familiar with the defendant and the underlying facts of this case, believes that it is in the best interest of justice as well as proportionate to the needs of this case to sentence defendant as follows. As it relates to docket 2022-279-506-FC, count one, terrorism causing death. Sentences of the court is that defendant shall serve life without the possibility of parole, credit for eight days served. Counts two through five, Homicide, first degree, premeditated murder, juvenile defendant. Sentence of the court is that defendant shall serve the rest of his life without the possibility of parole with the Michigan Department of Corrections, credit for eight days served. On counts six through 12, assault with intent to murder. On each of the counts, defendant is sentenced to 18 years and nine months to 80 years with the Michigan Department of Corrections, credit for eight days served. On counts 13 through 24, those being felony firearm, defendant is sentenced to two years with the Michigan Department of Corrections on each of those counts with credit for 730 days served. That's heartbreaking. It is heartbreaking. This whole situation is horrible. The situation that we're in in this country with children like Ethan hurting and struggling so much that they do such a terrible thing and destroy so many other lives and their own. Yep. And when 
you know, he can say whatever he wants about that this isn't his parents' fault, but that's not for him to determine. He's a kid. He shouldn't even have to think about what his parents should be doing for him. They mm-hmm. should just be fucking doing it, and they yeah. weren't. And he's still a kid, regardless. He is still yeah. a kid. He's 16 and he years old. he is a dangerous just... kid and a very messed up kid and is right where he needs to be. But damn, that's heartbreaking. It is. It is. But yeah, you're right. You're right. He, Jessica, he never had a chance in hell. No. 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 And Teresa, good point. She said, I'm sure his parents told him he's bad his whole life, right? I'm I'm sure they did. It's not very often you hear that just roll off a kid's tongue, you know? No, no. That's been said to him many times. Mm -hmm. Well, and it's true. Paula said, I don't know if he could have been helped, but... Um, lives would have been saved if his parents had cared enough to get him help. Right. They at least didn't have to put the gun in his hand and teach him how to shoot it, which is literally what they did. Uh Such a sad one. Well, and speaking of those fools, they were in court this week. Yes, they were. They were in court today. Let me show you a picture. This is how they're looking in their jail jammies because I want them to look just as bad as possible. Hang on. I'm going to click on the wrong thing again like I did earlier. (laughs) Here are Jennifer and James. So interesting turn of events today. They are set to, were set to go to trial on January 24th of 2024. But in court, they have requested to have their trials severed. Yeah. Or January 23rd, I guess. They want to separate their cases because they have conflicts over witnesses that they are calling. And basically, the finger pointing has officially begun. And I'd been wondering when this was going to happen. These people love to have affairs on each other. Like, this is not a happily married couple. I was real surprised that they were going to go to trial jointly because they're going to try to they're going to blame each other. And that is exactly uh, what is happening. So, um, there's been some, the, some filings from Jennifer's attorney relating to, um, evidence that's been provided by the prosecution. Uh, one of the things that was hotly debated is we know now that, um, Ethan had a habit of mutilating birds. Uh, it turns out his parents did not know that was happening and, and they can't prove that they knew that was happening. Uh-huh. So they can't use that in court because parents, there's no evidence that the parents knew that was happening. Um, yeah, but that's bad enough. Yeah, it is. It is bad that they didn't know. But, <laughs> you know, harming animals is an indicator of a serious emotional disturbance in a child and would have been an indicator that this kid needs help right away. But they apparently never knew until this all came out that that was happening. So they're asking for that to be excluded. Um, the other thing turns out Jennifer, you know, cause Jennifer Crumbly was having an affair at the time that this all happened and they've got that affair struck as not being allowed to be used as evidence against her. Well, it turns out that when Ethan was six, she was also having an affair and they want evidence from that affair struck as well. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah, I mean, we're talking high quality people here. Mm-hmm. Um, the first affair, the judge had already ruled it would be excluded. It is prejudicial and it doesn't really apply to this situation. It does in the shitty parenting, but um, it it's not actual evidence of the crime. Mm-hmm. Some other evidence that has been ruled to be excluded includes a Nazi coin that they own. Um, and that their home is messy and that there's the presence of marijuana and alcohol in the home. Um, and the shooter's Instagram pictures and posts of internet searches have also already been excluded. They've got to prove that the parents themselves acted with knowledge when they got him the gun, when they didn't take him home from the school, when they didn't get him mental health help. So all this other stuff that shows what shitty people and shitty parents they are. And I mean, we all have messy houses and people have alcohol and marijuana in their homes. and That does not make them shitty parents. But some of this other stuff definitely does. Hmm. But, you know, they're trying to narrow it down to the actual actions they took or did not take uh, that led to Ethan's um, Yeah 
behavior. Yeah. Yep. Um, let's see. So a couple of things that. <laughs> right, Christine, let's are, not make them look bad. Right. <laughs> too late, too late. Um, yeah. Also, some things that have been allowed. The money that the, the Crumbly's spent on horseback riding, interesting, and Ethan playing violent video games are admissible. I don't know, man. Haven't we solved the video games argument enough times in court? Yeah, yeah that, the main, that falls the main, flat. Yeah, it does. But the main thing that happened in court today where they were focusing on the rights of, of Jennifer and James uh, who have elected to separate their cases because they cannot agree on, you know, their witnesses. They're not, they don't agree on the defense, which of course mm -hmm. they don't because they're going to blame each other. Yeah. So we don't know whose case will be first, but they will be separate. Um, they, they expect these trials to last two to three weeks. The next court appearance is set for January 23rd, 2024, which is actually when the trial was going to begin. But now, it's more procedural stuff in preparation for holding two trials mm -hmm. for them. So yeah. may they burn in hell. May, and I don't even they. believe in hell. What do horses <laughs> have to do with it? Right, Christine, it's a good question. Other than it's been stated before that there was a significant amount of time being spent riding horses, not taking care of Ethan. Mm -hmm. And apparently a really large amount of money was spent on that. Mm -hmm. So also not yeah. taking care of Ethan because Ethan yeah. wasn't out riding horses. He was home where he always was. Yeah, yeah. he was alone, which is what Ethan mostly was, was alone. Yep. So it's going to be interesting to see now because we'll really start seeing the claws come out. Oh yeah. About yep. who knew what and who should have done this or that or blah, blah, blah. But I hold them mm -hmm. equally accountable, honestly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, speaking of really unpleasant people, let's speak briefly about the Adelsons. Oh, boy. Right. Charlie Adelson was sentenced this week. He showed up in court looking, I don't know, like a cross between like a mad scientist and a disheveled dog that needs a haircut. And then Donna Adelson was in court being sassy and kind of a bitch and getting in trouble with the judge. So let's take a look what at tracks? Charlie first. As to count one, the first degree murder count pursuant to section 782.04 and 775.082 for statutes, you are sentenced to life imprisonment without the possibility of release or parole. As to count two, you are going to be sentenced consecutively to 30 years in the Department of Corrections for conspiracy to commit first-degree murder. As to count three, you are going to be sentenced to 30 years in the Department of Corrections consecutively for solicitation to commit first-degree murder. The credit for time served. But don't worry, guys. He did maintain his innocence. There's so much evidence against Charlie Adelson, and he's been found guilty, and he is still... Yeah. Charlie, shut the fuck up. For real. Uh, now, Donna, I'm not going to show you the whole clip. We'll, I'll end it here at some point. But I really wanted you to see the way she was acting in court. So she just had her guilty, not guilty uh, mm -hmm. trip to court this week. And she never quit. Mouthing off, muttering under her breath, shaking her head. Oh, boy. This particular pic that somebody on Twitter grabbed of her I thought was a pretty good... Uh, <laughs> well that sums it right up that's what resting sourpuss face no that's fancy rich lady face that's fancy rich lady face okay wow i don't even know man that is not flattering not at all so funny so donna was in court uh and so the two things it was the guilty not guilty phase you know pleading not guilty but also her attorney is still arguing that she really just needs to be put on house arrest because the jail is just not treating her well and they don't like her accommodations and 
her sheets are scratchy. They didn't say that. This I made that up. This is not an Airbnb but... lady. Yeah. <laughs> no one cares. So let me show you a, a bit of a video of uh, just the way she was acting in court. Very clearly spoke about a plan to kill herself using sleeping pills. If... One moment, Miss Adelson. Please keep your comments to yourself. Let your lawyer argue on your behalf. Spoke of a plan to kill herself if she could not escape the country before arrest. That was known to the folks in this jail when she got here. That's why she's on watch. The, med the mental health professionals see her every day. They are not satisfied that she's safe. And it's up to them to decide it. I'll give you an opportunity to respond, Mr. Sclazo. Ms. Adelson and I have not been... Wow. <gasps> <laughs> Listen, ma'am, you don't get to back talk the judge or the prosecutor. That's not what any of this is. But she pretty much acted like that the whole time. Holy cow. Wow. Oh, Donna. Your fancy white lady jail situation is really just going to keep getting worse. Well, yeah, and especially if you behave like that, it's not like they're going to help you out at all. No, for sure not. So that's what's going on with the Adelsons in court this week. Lord. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Disappointed, fancy, rich lady. <laughs> yep. Pickled prune. Yeah, or pick, yep. pickled prune. That's a good one, yeah. Uh-huh. Wrinkled Her skincare face. routine is toast, yeah. <laughs> I think it already was. Wow. Pretty much. Uh, a big bombshell in Athena Brownfield this week. Oh boy. Okay. Y'all, if you remember Athena Brownfield, this is this is sweet little Athena Brownfield. So Athena Brownfield its mother. This is an Oklahoma case. Athena Brownfield was killed on Christmas Day last year. Her mother, Alicia Adams, uh, was charged with two counts caregiver. of child neglect. Caregiver, sorry. Caregiver Alicia Adams was charged with two counts of child neglect. Um, and she had said that her husband, Ivan Adams, had severely beat Athena to death, that she had been brutally beaten and that um, Alicia had witnessed this, which was absolutely horrific and you know everyone was just heart sick over this she confessed alicia did that she witnessed this beating um and that athena never moved after the beating well some things have come out that have changed things a whole lot uh -huh. athena's body has no trauma there was no fatal trauma found on her body uh-huh uh, you know what she died from? Acute pneumonia complicating malnutrition. They starved her to death and she developed pneumonia and died. Yep. It is so bizarre to me that this woman, did she really not think an autopsy would be done on this child's body? It's so strange to me yep. that this is what she did. Um, the new charges allege that uh, Alicia would put Athena in a closet and deprive her of food. They're now charging her with obstruction for providing false information to investigators. Uh, she faces a count of child neglect in connection to her treatment of Athena's older sister. And she now faces first degree murder charges. Mm -hmm. Ivan Adams is now facing second degree murder charges and unlawful removal of a body and child neglect. So this has changed a whole lot from Ivan killed this child uh -huh. to they starved her to death. No wonder she hopped up so quick and was like, Oh, okay. I'll tell you what happened. Yeah. She was trying to save her own skin. Right. Remember this all came down when Athena's older sister was found by a postal uh, a postal worker just wandering alone mm -hmm. 
and nobody could figure out who this kid was or where she belonged. And then no one was around and they had turned out they'd left these children alone all this time. Yeah. Yeah. Right. They were both out of, well, mom was, I believe, in uh, Oklahoma City with a new boyfriend Mm -hmm. and dad and the other kids were out of the state entirely. Yeah. And they just left this little child home alone. Yeah. And then they, you know, also, of course, find Athena. Mm -hmm. So anyway, um, they did find uh, her body, Athena's body. She was buried um, next to an old residence in Rush Springs. So these people are absolutely disgusting human beings. I can't even. The worst. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the bio parents were not in the picture. Yeah, they had, uh, mm-hmm. they were friends of these guys and they had, mom had turned them over to these guys to uh, raise for her. Though none, none of that had been through the courts or done legally. Uh, they just had them. They just gave them to them, you know, yeah. as is such a great plan, as we know now from Angel Overstreet. Yeah. Earlier today. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Amanda addiction. And I kind of want to say dad's in prison. I might be wrong about that, though. But I kind of felt like there yeah, was. Yeah, it's been a while. Dad we covered this case when it first came out. Yeah. And uh, yeah. But now, I mean, the whole situation, it's just so much. I don't know. Is it worse? I guess. I don't know. Yeah. It's just horrible. Sickening. It's just, yeah. Yep. Unbelievable. Yep. Ugh. Uh. <laughs> We are just a ray of sunshine tonight. Uh, So some breaking news in Coburger. Uh, It's just come out this evening that his, that the defense has arranged for their investigators to go back into the house on King Road and do their own uh, investigation. What are they looking for? Well, we don't know. But see, there was this order earlier this week about uh, some transfer of evidence to be processed. And now they want back in the house. So we don't really know. of course, that's sealed. So we don't know what evidence they're talking about. Mm -hmm. But, you know, King Road, they've tried to knock it down twice now. (laughs) And they're like, oh, I guess maybe we'll go back in, you know. Yeah. This is the second time since the last time they decided not to knock it down when they were going mm-hmm. to. This is the second time they've been that investigators have been back in there. Yeah. Like, please stop trying to knock this house down. That is so yeah. stupid. There's just absolutely no mm-hmm. call for it until this case no. is done. But that's an interesting factoid. So we don't know what they're going in there for or what they're doing, but that's where they're headed. But it's the defense this time. That's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So that's just a little bit in Coburger, but Major John Kaler. Yes. So if you guys remember, this is the case from Kellogg, Idaho. This is Major John. This is the guy whose wife was accusing the teenage boy downstairs of exposing himself to her and the kids uh, through his bedroom window. And this fool lost his shit and murdered this boy and his mother and his grandfather and his little brother. Yeah. Earlier this year. And we had in their said, door and shot all of them. Mm-hmm. We had said recently that there were some filings that made us think that maybe there was uh, an attempt at a plea agreement uh, coming. Well, it came. Yeah. There was some um, mediation filings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's the wrong filing. Uh, yeah. It, well, it came. The, he has pled. He's made an agreement with the state and he has pled guilty uh, they have amended the charge to second-degree murder rather than first. So he's now pled guilty to four counts of second-degree murder. They dropped mm-hmm. the burglary charge as well in uh, in uh, the agreement. So this has just happened like today. So sentencing will be upcoming. But at this point, we know that he is at least pled guilty, which I think, frankly, for his wife and children, that's the best thing he could do to not right. drag them through a trial. Uh, also, mm-hmm. the evidence was overwhelming. They, th- this was the best thing he could do. Uh, yeah. I think second-degree murder on all th- four of those is kind of bullshit. But at the same time, Major John will never see the light of day. He's done. 
And that's good. I mean, that's what we want. Obviously, he is a dangerous human being to do what he did. Yep. Anybody that could do that. Anybody that could do that. Get that upset. Get that freaked out. Get that uh, over upset that they would just go ahead and murder four people. Yeah. Nope. You don't belong in society. No, you definitely don't. Mm -hmm. Yep. It's wow. Yep. So I'm glad, I'm glad that one's to trial. Ah, me too. I'm thrilled that that's not going to go to trial. Yep, without a doubt. Yeah. So let's talk about Delphi. Oh, Delphi. Some big wigglins in Delphi. Mm-hmm. Uh, first and foremost, Richard Allen has been moved. Yay, maybe he'll live. Don't get too excited. Mm. It was from one supermax to another. Mm. So how can they be holding him in these places? I just he's unconvicted. Yep. So the order <clears throat> came through a few days ago, basically saying that uh the Indiana Department of Corrections uh, uh is modifying the court modifying the order for him to be at one prison into another. So mm-hmm. he's gone from the prison he was in uh, from Westville Correctional Facility to Wabash Valley Correctional Facility. Uh, there was a documentary about Wabash not too long ago about what a dangerous and terrible place mm-hmm. it is. So that's not good. However, if the conversation about his guards being uh, potentially Odinists uh, or white supremacists, not that he's not, he's white, but anyway, uh, if if that stuff stands to be true, it's probably good that they put him in a different prison. But why is he in a prison? For God's sake. Why is he not in a county jail where he belongs as a person who has not been convicted of anything? Mm -hmm. But also, why did they move him? Are they just trying Try to satisfy to it... the public outcry? I'm sure. Did something happen in there that they had to get Probably. him out of there to keep him alive? Like, what's going on? Yeah. But... Right, and, and that that is totally my fear, that they're just trying to kill him before trial so they can just say they got him and, and move on and throw their hands up. Yep. You know, it for the things that have happened in the Indiana court system so far with this, it does make you question, you know, would that just be easier for them than all of this bullshit coming out that is coming out? Indeed. Mm. But, 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 don't give up on the Indiana Supreme Court just yet because they are going to hear it. Good. So this is coming up. This uh, came out, this statement from them. This is notice of hearing. So this will be the oral argument uh, on the relator's second application for writ of mandamus. Uh, The first application was denied, uh, which nobody was very surprised about that. That was uh, not the important piece. This is the important piece. So it is a 60-minute argument equally divided between the defense. Well, the defense. They're not really the defense. It's the relator who is... uh, Richard Allen's camp, who isn't really Richard Allen's camp. This is complicated. This is the attorney that is representing the attorneys that got kicked off of Richard Allen's case. Right. So what this really is, is this is the attempt to get them reinstated and to get Judge Gohl removed from the case. So Judge Gohl and her attorney will have, they will also need to, uh, appear and they'll have 30 minutes to argue as well. But I wanted to read to you, uh, this is a blog post from the Wieneke Law Office. This is, these are the folks that are representing them. The Mm -hmm. uh, Rizzi and uh, Baldwin. Mm -hmm. So here's what she said. The Supreme Court of Indiana has set a hearing in the second official action filed by Richard Allen. This action was brought after his counsel of choice, Andrew Baldwin and Broad Rossi, were removed as counsel over Richard's objection. I am expecting a lot of questions from the media and the public, so I thought it would be easiest to answer the main ones here. And I thought, I'm just going to read this to you guys because it's 
it's superb and it's everything we wanted to know. So the hearing is on January 18th at 11 a.m. Uh, Mark Lehman will be arguing for Richard Allen. And here's the procedure. The hearing essentially is an oral argument. Under Indiana Action Rule 4B, neither party is permitted to, prevent, to present testimony or offer evidence. Instead, parties are to make arguments based on the record of proceedings filed in the action. We, as counsel for the relator, will argue first. If the judge's counsel chooses to appear, and my guess is that they will, they will argue second. If we choose to reserve time for the final word, and we likely will, we will argue last. Both sides will receive the same, same amount of time overall, 30 minutes each. We are confined to the arguments we made in our respective filings, but it will not simply be a speech. Instead, the justices will ask us questions to flesh out our arguments and to ask any questions they have before they make a decision. Who is permitted to attend? The courtroom is generally open to the public, but seating is very limited. Recently, the Supreme Court held oral argument on a challenge to Indiana's new abortion law, and only 50 members of the public were able to attend. Those attending were required to request a ticket early that morning. Cue the ominous music from Christie's cat. Yes. yes. <laughs> They're already worried about this. <clears throat> At any rate, she's saying that uh, basically there's only about 50 seats and you'll have to probably get in line and get a ticket to be able to be there. But mm -hmm. she's also saying that there is a live stream of the proceeding. And yeah. so you should be able to watch the live stream from the court's website. Richard Allen will not be transported to the court. And there is no limit on how long it could take them to put out a decision. It could be long or short. They just don't know. Uh, hearings and original actions like this are extremely rare. And so they just really don't know. Right. Uh, the other part of that is there is no way to appeal. If they lose, they lose. You can't mm -hmm. go higher. This is it. Right. This is the Supreme Court. Mm -hmm. But this is really, really good news for Baldwin and Rossi. It's really good news for Richard Allen. Uh, it's probably pretty bad news for Judge Goal because yeah. typically these arguments aren't even heard. Typically the Supreme Court goes, ah, nah. We're going to trust that judge. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Clearly they've seen that that's not necessarily the best plan here. Mm -hmm. Now, is it possible that they'll still rule against uh, the Allen camp? Yeah, definitely. It's very possible. Mm -hmm. But they've made it this far, which is pretty unique. So we'll see. Yeah. See, I'm with you, Deanna. Deanna said this feels like some kind of conspiracy. It gives me a bad it feeling is. in my stomach about it. Yeah, it does me too. Yeah. It does me too. All of it. Every bit of this is not the way that criminal proceedings go. This is not the way any of this goes. And just like uh, Jenny said, you know, Moscow has been able to handle Brian Koberger. New York is handling Rex Hewerman. Fremont County is handling Chad Daybell, but mm -hmm. these guys can't handle um, Richard Allen in their county jail. Yes, they can. That's yeah. such bullshit. It's such an implication that he is such a dangerous prisoner, except that he right. hasn't been a dangerous prisoner at all, at all. and has deteriorated horribly. Mm -hmm. It's just sick, man. It's complete bananas to think any that, that he's going to be that difficult of a prisoner. He's not indicated. I mean, they've certainly had time to have him in jail to see if that was actually justified, and it hasn't been. No. The only person getting hurt is him. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, he can hardly stand. He is so weak. When you see him come in and out of court, he can hardly stand. Yeah. Real dangerous. Really it's, needs to be in a super max prison. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And Rex is way more dangerous because he's a giant. Yeah. But, you know, Coburg is a big dude, too. Mm-hmm. Chad's not that big of a guy. But, I, you know, you just look at this and go, and, and Richard Allen is not a big guy either, especially not now. Mm-mm. Like, God. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the judge is a part of Lori's cult. I'm above Lori. everyone and make my own rules, right? Lordy. So we've been waiting to see if there's anything new in Jeremy Best. Uh, that was the case that we brought to you last week. 
at the man in uh, Victor, Idaho, not too far from us, that uh, shot and killed his wife and then took their baby out into the wilderness. Well, not the wilderness, kind of, I guess, but out of town and, mm-hmm. you know, and we don't know yet anything more about that. The last we know is that there was, you know, that filing for a competency evaluation that we felt like uh, would likely be sending him to the state mental hospital for a time. And that's mm-hmm. all we know on that. Case and we're, right now. and they're awaiting a, an autopsy on the little boy because they don't know uh, his cause of death. Hey, JR. Yeah. And so they, they have not charged him yet in the death of the baby, but that'll be coming yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I can think of the murders in our area, very, very few of them. I mean, literally on one hand, and then just here in this last two years, three years, all of these big wild cases and they all are ending up getting like national and international attention because of the daybell case well Coburger, i mean you know that one's been huge but Mm -hmm. i know it makes it seem like there's just all kinds of uh the murderings going on around here yeah Yeah. you're talking about michael vaughn jr yeah and and no still no arrest in michael vaughn they it would spend what probably four months now that the sheriff's office said that they had turned everything over to the prosecution and it was up to them now. And there has been nothing at all. The lady that confessed, what lady? Oh, are you talking about Sarah? You're talking about Sarah Wondra. Mm -hmm. Uh, Nothing. Her husband's out of jail now or out of prison now. And Sarah, is Sarah... I think Sarah's in jail, but not for this. Right. There was the whole yeah. other thing. And then there's the rounds kid, Dylan rounds. We're just still, yeah, still awaiting court on him. I mean, that, that case is slowly working its way through the Utah system. Mm-hmm. His parents are very frustrated for obvious reasons, but yeah, not a thing about the rounds kid in months and months. Yeah. Oh, Michelle Traconis is headed to trial on January 8th. Interesting. Mm-hmm. That's Georgia in the Jennifer Dulos case. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot ha- coming up in, once we get through the holidays. Mm-hmm. A lot coming up, and it seems like a lot winding down. All of these trips to court this mm-hmm. last week or two. Yeah. So that's pretty much what we've got, but I'm curious to know what else you guys are watching. Because, you know, we definitely don't see it all. So yeah, we I'm always curious we, to know what you're watching and what's going on. Yeah, let us know if there's something we need to keep an eye on. But gosh, there are a lot of things coming up. But now, you know, we thought we were going to see trial in the Crumblies in January, and now we're not. I don't know how yeah. far that's going to push that back. How much this is going to change things in that case to split it. Mm-hmm. Now we're still supposed to see trial in January in Hawaii for uh, Ariel. Kalua, yeah the Kaluas are supposed to go to trial they have pushed that off now like four times so i'm not holding my breath but that case is supposed to go that is the case of yet another of the four-year-olds five-year-olds ish that disappeared somewhere around the same time uh mm-hmm. she was uh an adopted child along with her siblings in a home that uh, the parents uh reported her missing one day it was one of those we just woke up and she was gone yeah she's just known to wander at night yeah yeah we don't know where she went and of course uh cps uh sees the other children immediately which is what typically happens in cases like this at least for a short time and they uh decided that after talking to the older children that not only had Ariel been murdered by these people, that she'd been gone for a good three months. And it was another case of food deprivation. She had been being kept in a dog kennel to keep her from stealing food from the kitchen. Yeah. Just horrific. Uh, Ariel has never been found. Yeah. No. Uh, do I think mm. the John Bonet case will be solved? No, I don't. 
I wish it would be solved, but no. I don't know. I mean, a- if they ever do anything with this DNA, but I don't know if they will. It seems like they're just, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm the police nothing. really don't want a whole lot done because they fucked up so bad. The more that evidence gets reviewed, the more it's shown how badly they mishandled that scene. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Let's see. Cassie Carley and Harmony Montgomery. Uh, last I heard on Cassie Carley, there was just another delay. Mm-hmm. And Harmony. Sense. Well, her dad's going to trial. I'm not sure when trial is for him. I kind of feel like his got pushed out, too. It'll well, be next year. I don't know year. if it's been said or not. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be next year. Yep. Amanda said, those parents make me so mad. It's so many who can't do the right thing with, yeah, right thing with the babies. It's so gross, right? Like, what? It's unreal. And they were, the whole reason they reported Ariel missing is because they were due back in court to finalize their adoption of her two-year-old baby sister. Yeah. And usually the whole happy, smiling family shows up in court for the adoption, and they were going to be showing up there minus one. Short one kid. And that's why they finally said, oh, yeah, this one's missing. Yep. Yep. Like they just lost their phone. I mean, like, what? This isn't yeah. an actual human being. Oh, Harmony's at the uh, end of February. Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, say- I'm telling you, the first, like, half of the year, we're going to be just covering trial after trial after trial. Mm-hmm. So many coming up. Mm-hmm. It's going to be bananas. Yep. Uh, will the boy in the box mother go to trial? Good question. I Were you guys happy with the sentence that the dad got? It wasn't that much. Wasn't it? I don't, I didn't no, see. It wasn't. It wasn't that much. And it kind of felt like it was like a, well, I mean, yeah, it was bad, but it wasn't that bad. I did not like no. the sentence that he received. Uh, I would imagine she does go to trial considering that the dad in my opinion, got off pretty light. It was disgusting. I agree that the mm-hmm. sentence and the way they talked to him and the way that it, the whole thing was treated was like, well, I mean, yeah, they were, it wasn't good what they did, but it's like, you know, not the worst thing. Mm-hmm. It was the worst thing for that kid. Yeah, it sure was. So yeah, mm-hmm. I think she will. I think she will. But, but yeah, it will be the first half of the year is definitely going to be just one trial yeah. after another and competing trials. <laughs> mm. It's going to be something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the Chad Dayville trial is going to be like long, very long. Yeah. It's, yeah. I think they've got it set for eight, eight or nine weeks. And I hope that's enough time really, because yeah. by the time you get the, the guilt phase and then the penalty phase through that's going to be yeah so long as the death penalty is still on the table it doesn't seem to me to be walking away anymore or anytime yeah doesn't soon i honestly it seems to me like judge boyce is kind of like nope we're just going to trial we're done here yeah he doesn't he really doesn't have to rule on that right now i think the death penalty i think he can wait yeah see where he wants to go later Right. Kung Fu Panda said any one of these horrific abusers could drop off an unwanted baby at a fire station or a hospital. I see many of these poor little ones being used for finances and treated worse than garbage. Yeah. Yep. Yep, for sure. We are seeing a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah. It's unreal. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So, well, I mean... (laughs) That was something. It's it's just really been an interesting week with all of this stuff coming out. I think uh, the news of of Angel being found and there being charges, uh, that was the case that we did earlier today. Of course, that's Angel. Uh, Overstreet. Overstreet, thank you. For some reason, I wanted to say Driftwood. I don't know why. I <laughs> Overstreet, not Driftwood. What yes. Yes. I, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, the news of Angel Overstreet uh, remains being found. We guess. I mean, that 
the that's what it implies can't it's yeah it's what it implies and finally charges in her murder and it finally being called a murder because the uh, mm -hmm. sheriff was very reticent to do that for a long time. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, the news about Athena is just mm -hmm. astonishing to me. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. <laughs> Two random words put together. <laughs> I get it. Right, Amanda? Pretty much, yes. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> That's how this brain works. I can't help it. <laughs> that I get. That I do get. Well, it'll be interesting to see what happens with Koberger here. You know, maybe we'll at least get a hint in upcoming uh, court appearances. We won't see it in filings, that's for damn sure. But, yeah. well, maybe we will. I mean, some things get released. So, I don't know. Some things leak through, but, yeah, I'm very curious what they're going back into, the, what they could possibly be looking for at this point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, but also, you guys, look what came in the mm. mail. Oh, yes. Will jury duty. Will they let me? Can I be a juror? Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> they wouldn't let me be. <laughs> they wouldn't let me through the federal system, so I don't know why the county would let me be a juror, but I'm a try. That's here in Madison County, so I don't know. You know, I could get all excited for nothing, and it could be, like, civil or, you know. I think it's just interesting to watch the system work. Even when I yeah. when I had to go for jury selection and I didn't get selected, it was still mm -hmm. very interesting to um, watch that, you know, mm -hmm. just to watch the process. Mm -hmm. For sure. Maybe that's it. Maybe the defense wants to make sure there are no crotch picks left in the house. Of Koberger? <laughs> what I heard is that... Like there, there was, ever have been any, please. There was a leak of crotch picks and we have an exclusive look at those. <laughs> I will never tire of showing these. <laughs> oh, the magnifying glass is the best one. <laughs> I mean, what? <laughs> so I will weird. never, ever get over this argument that cameras in the courtroom should not be allowed because all they want to do is show shots of Brian Koberger's crotch. So stupid. And please go scour the internet for them because they don't exist. They're not out there unless they're the ones Katie made. <laughs> <laughs> the runway lights <laughs> and the magnifying glass. So good. Who is sitting in their office going, what's a good argument we could make against cameras? I know it's Brian's crotch. That's what it is. Yeah, that's the whole thing, what? man. <laughs> so weird. And was this uh, Brian's concern or was it his attorney's concern? And why was and, it anyone's concern? Right. Why was it anyone's concern? Because I defy you to find a photo of his crotch <laughs> that doesn't also include the rest of his body. <laughs> <It's> right. Like, <laughs> you're supposed to blur his crotch in clothing? I mean, I don't get it. I just do not get it. I don't. Yeah. Pine Needle says men. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Apparently that's his priority. I don't know. But we obviously are going to be uh, trolling that until the end of time because uh, we have to. That's why. <laughs> because sometimes true crime is hilarious and it's stuff mm -hmm. like that that is hilarious. Mm -hmm. <laughs> It's a needle in a haystack sort of defense. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> you might say Brian's storm is more of a trickle. I... It's a bluster. Yes, a bluster. <laughs> a trickle? God, that's gross. <laughs> oh, oh so God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where else does one put their hands when they have handcuffs on the front? Well, it's true. Right. Really, Brian, you're doing it to yourself. You're drawing mm -hmm. all the attention. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A microburst. A pitter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh a sneeze, God. if you will. <laughs> we um, could go for days on that, couldn't we? <laughs> <laughs> we really could. We could, indeed. Yeah. Well, with that, 
we have burned our time here, so we probably should get going. Uh, but of course, we'll be back next week with all new stuff. Next Wednesday night will be the watch party. So if you are a subscriber on YouTube uh, in our little membership package over there, uh, you you can come to the watch party. And Monday or Tuesday next week, we'll let you know what the episode is. But it'll be some documentary episode uh, of something on Netflix. And, yes. of course, we'll do a... We're looking for a holiday theme since, you know. Uh-huh. Tis the season. Yeah. It is. So we'll, uh, yeah, we'll let you know what that is. But that's always fun. So. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks so much. Oh, Pine Needle says your bangs are lit. Oh, thanks. <laughs> crazy. <laughs> when I have to look at them all the time. Well, you know, it's. It's they don't bug me thing. when I'm not looking at them all the time, but when I am, mm-hmm. yeah. There was a cult one. Yeah, there's been some really good cult ones. Oh, God. Mother God. The Love Has Won. Have you guys watched that? My God. We covered it a long time ago, but. Oh. We did. Dear God. Insane. What, what they did with that woman's body. Mm. Oh, oh, no, no. So gross. No, 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 no. No. Mm-hmm. Awful. Yeah. All right. Well. <laughs> On that cheery note, (laughs) (laughs) I need to go touch some grass and pet some dogs. So (laughs) (laughs) there you go. (laughs) All right, you guys, thanks so much for being here. This has been yet another production of the True Crime Squad. Bye, everybody.